Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to New Idea Royals, the only podcast that takes you behind the scenes of palace life. I'm Frances Sheen, the editor of New Idea, and joining us today is royal expert and commentator Angela Mollard. Hello, Angela. Hello. What a weekend it has been. Um, The royal wedding sadly is over, but now we can really get into the debrief of what went on. Um, Later this episode, we're going to take a closer look at the weekend celebrations. But first up, we need to talk about the dress that everyone is talking about. What did you think? Oh, I want to know what you think too. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely loved it. I did too. Did you? I did, yes, Mm, I did. I loved the fact, there was a lot of uh, criticism about the fact it wasn't embellished or embroidered enough, Mm. that it was very, very simple. Few people said that it wasn't fitting quite right, but I just loved the silhouette. It's very old school Givenchy. I love that she kept it a secret. So there was so much discussion about who it was going to be. We thought it was Ralph and Russell. But I I love the fact, like Kate, hadn't managed to keep uh, Alexander no. McQueen, um, Sarah Burton secret. But this was just wonderful, Get her getting out of the car. I love that bateau neckline. I, the fabric was just this sort of optic ice white that just hit you and the luster on it. When she after they knelt in the church and she stood up, there was absolutely you no know, creasing mm. in it. Just the whole thing looked beautiful. And actually the official photographs, which have just recently come out, I've never seen a more beautiful wedding dress in official photographs. No, it and it's it photographs beautifully. And she would have known that being an actress, mm. being on camera, she would have known. But the thing that got me is that when she got out of the car the first time, she walked up those steps alone and she had that big veil and she had the dress and high heels on and the world looking at her. She did amazingly to stand up and not wobble or look too nervous. But the dress... You know, the dress was plain, but the veil was the showstopper. Oh, wasn't it? The th- and they had those uh, the emblems of the 53 Commonwealth countries embroidered on it, which is such a Beautiful. clever, clever yeah. um, idea. And I think everybody was actually blown away by not just how beautiful it was, but how conceptually conceptually mm. perfect the whole thing was. I felt that the jewellery, the tiara, the veil, um, all of it, like the beautiful Cartier uh, bracelet, the beautiful yeah. earrings, uh, everything just felt really thought through, really considered um, and, and, and consequently incredibly beautiful but still fresh and young and oh, just gorgeous. She kind of reminded me of, um, it, like you said, old school Hollywood glamour where it's simplicity, it's all about the silhouette mm. and she looked really comfortable. It wasn't like when Diana got out of the car and there were puffs and things and she wasn't quite sure what she was doing. She looked in control. The I whole thought time. it was. Oh, you're absolutely right, and I thought there was a real advert for getting married in your thirties because yes. you're so more mature yes, and confident. And, I mean, she and, is an actress, so yeah. Yeah, but she just was so assured right from beginning, start to finish. She was. She didn't miss a beat, even when the Reverend was giving a speech. She just a little. Even her grins were perfect. It was almost like she couldn't have been more. Um, 
exacting and yet still so natural with it. So, uh, yeah, as you say, very assured on the steps, those high heels, the world's media looking on it, no one to lean on at that point. No one. These kids swarming around and not quite sure whether these little yeah. seven-year-old boys were going to hold the veil correctly. But the whole thing felt sort of just so put, to, so so perfectly executed. It was it was beautiful. And the little bridesmaids, we mentioned them and the page boys, they were gorgeous. Mm. Um, and I think they were very clever in that they – disappeared they during did. the ceremony. There was nobody asking to go to the bathroom. There was no one asking for lollies. It was... And I was thinking about this, actually. Frank. Yeah. What do you reckon? I reckon that kids would have had to stop drinking any water or anything <laughs> like a good hour and a half yes, before, right? Because absolutely. you couldn't be on the steps. And the whole lead up and having to get there in the car. No. So I reckon all those mums were going, right, your last glass of water is at 8 a.m. and absolutely. you're having nothing else. But I, what I loved was that... Um, so um, Maria Borello, the, the nanny of uh, Charlotte and... George actually took the children aside and apparently she was whispering to the little two-year-old who was getting up a little bit upset because two's very young to do a job like that. She said to her, we're going to watch Peppa Pig and have Smarties afterwards. One of the guests overheard her saying that. I think it was um, the actor Tom Hardy's wife um, overheard her uh, saying that to the little kids. Well, no wonder they behaved well. (laughs) They would have been uh, bribed, like every good mother in in the world. Exactly. So um, she was wearing navy, the nanny, and just I never saw her. She just faded into the background. I didn't see her at all. But kept kept the children um, amused and 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 then out they came again for the uh, for the end. there was a real sense during the wedding that every detail had been considered. Nothing was really left to chance. Mm. Um, what are the little details that stood out mm. for you? You mentioned the um, the veil and the Commonwealth, but was mm. there anything else? I loved the way that Harry had picked those flowers for her yes. bouquet. I thought that was lovely. absolutely lovely. I'm not sure if it was it was by design, but the necklace that Doria Ragland was wearing seemed to be echoed in the earrings that Kate was wearing. I'm not sure if it was the same designer, but certainly it was the same shape. Yeah. They were Cartier earrings. I'm not sure about her necklace. Um, do you know what? I, I really liked some of the details. Just just heartfelt things. I really loved that Fergie was there. I, something about it felt to me inclusive, kind, you know, having yeah. friends with both Beatrice and Eugenie. I think to have invited the mum who wasn't invited to um, Kate and William's wedding. Look, she was a bit sort of waving all over the place and yeah, a bit Yeah, she sort of can't seem to come in a different entrance to mm. everyone else. We were watching it on the night saying she's come on her own down a weird way and yes. she looks a bit lost. Well, she's kind of not royal and not celebrity. Yeah, and she she exactly. sort of falls between the cracks, True. that one. Um, but just, yeah, the thought and then obviously the dress later in the um, in the evening, the Stella McCartney dress when we're talking yeah. about details, the blue solved shoes, um, yes. the aquamarine ring the that ring, had um, yes. belonged to Diana, which is absolutely beautiful. I just thought that something blue, the blue Jaguar, yeah. you know, sustainable. Everything was on message. Everything yeah. felt like it had just been – it felt like they'd taken their time. And, and, and actually that's what the Givenchy designer, Claire, had said, was that the, the, in her meetings with Megan, she knew what she wanted and she was kind, and she was delightful the way through. I also love the detail of um, – I think it was the hairdresser who said she was just so relaxed in the morning. Yes. She was just completely relaxed, wasn't bothered by anything. And, you know, I think it showed. There had been planning gone into it, but nobody was overwrought about what was happening. I think maybe at the week that had beforehand that had the time to get I'm all sure their overwrought was, out yes, the way. I'm sure this was the, the icing on the cake after that week. Mm. Um, but I also like the way that she, when she uh, met Harry, he whispered, uh, you look amazing and I missed you. And just yes. really nice thing, th- those little details yeah. were. That was beautiful. gorgeous. And apparently yeah. the Duke of Edinburgh must have said something to Harry too because he laughed. And I, we don't know what it was because the camera wasn't no. in that direction. But I know I saw – when I saw the word amazing being voiced, yeah. I just – didn't you think he just looked the whole way through so 
utterly in love with her. Like it was uh, just, I, uh, I just think women all over the world just went, I want that. Yes, <laughs> that's what I want from a relationship. But he looked nervous. I was surprised mm, at how nervous. You don't far see, more than her. Yeah, mm. You don't see him looking that, that nervous. No, and I think that's a sign of how invested he is in this relationship and how much he you know, wants, yeah. it to, wants it to be right. And and look, we know there's still a bit of the boy about Harry, isn't yes. there? Even, even as he's there saying, you know, introducing people to his wife and the speeches, there's still there's still the boy. But I think we're going to see a real growth and maturity. Yes. She will help him with that, obviously. Definitely. She's a bit older. Um, and she seems to be very calming. Yes, mm. and he seems to listen to her and, yeah. and respect her, which <laughs> is good. Um, now, last time we spoke, we weren't sure who was going to walk Megan up the aisle, and then it, she walked herself halfway, and then her dad, uh, her dad, sorry, uh, Harry's dad came down, Prince mm. Charles. What did you think about that? Well, it was interesting, wasn't it? Because I knew they had to announce that before mm. um, before the wedding day. Otherwise, that detail will have eclipsed quite a lot of the, d- the day, I think, by people speculating who it might be right on the morning. In the end, look... I would have loved as a feminist to see Doria mm, Ragnan walk, walk her daughter down the aisle. And that was not unprecedented because we know Victoria, Queen Victoria yeah. walked two of her children down. But I think, look, in terms of uh, symbolism, the walking the first half by herself showed who she actually is, which mm. is a very independent, um, self-possessed assured woman which and and I think we got that and then she met Charles who was obviously delighted to do it you could see this sort of joy he I'm going to say he reassured her but she didn't really need reassuring but he was just kind and there was a warmth in it and an appropriateness that I hadn't quite expected and it just somehow felt entirely right but the one fact I really liked about Mm. it all was that it wasn't decided until Charles had had the opportunity to ask Doria personally if she was happy with it. It's a really nice way Mm. of doing it isn't it? It is. Do you know what I think of everything that's sort of happened in in, you know Charles is one of those figures who's very divisive his relationship with Camilla has been very Mm. provocative particularly in Britain but around the world Mm. I think in terms of a PR exercise and I know it wasn't contrived in this fashion I know it was Mm. all very heartfelt but sometimes things happen in the world of media and PR and it's just Mm. fortuitous and I think there's a little bit of a repositioning of Charles that in his speech which was apparently very uh, sincere and beautiful. I wish we heard all these speeches Mm. we keep hearing how fantastic they were we never actually get to hear them (laughs) and talking of speeches though the uh, the preacher Bishop Michael Curry became a worldwide sensation uh, what was he doing? What I have was to, going on? I have to ask you, though. Well, you were in the New Idea uh, office yeah. getting the magazine out overnight. Obviously, there was the whole team here. What were you guys thinking? We were. We started off kind of saying, oh, wow, this is different. Um, you know, he brought a bit of life. And then it went on. And then we were like, what the heck is he talking about? And then we saw everybody else's reaction to it. And then it was just incredulity really and and laughter mm-hmm. I, I kind of I loved his passion I mm. loved the way that he he believed what he was saying and I loved the way that he was having his 15 minutes of fame and he was not going to let that go but it just went on that, that it did go on a bit long didn't it? well as he said it was supposed to be a seven minute speech and it was 14 so someone's chopped some stuff out somewhere, somewhere presumably yes. the archbishop but I loved it his speech as much as I loved the reactions to it and this is the thing about the royal family is that they have cameras on them the whole time so they have to be extremely careful but my standout reactions were Kate and her little look towards Camilla under their hats was just 
priceless. My second favourite was um, Zara stretching back, fully pregnant oh, and just going, nine months pregnant. what is this guy on? She's going to bring you into labour <laughs> yeah. if I'm not careful. And then Beatrice, who just looked like she was going to lose it and couldn't catch anybody. She was probably anybody's biting eye. her cheeks. Mm. We've all done that when we know we shouldn't laugh. But we actually did a spread in this week's uh, new idea where we got the reactions of each of the people uh, like you said, it, those reactions mm. and we got screen grabs because it was so – you never see the royal family no. colluding in that way, no. raising their eyebrows and, you know, And yet lovely. still having to be so proper. Yes. And uh, even William, there was that funny little look yes. that he gave to me. And Megan herself did that sort of wide-eyed, is, is he ever going to stop? <laughs> but I think at heart it was a message about love and it was congruous with the wedding that we were watching because they are so obviously yes. in love. And I think that's – why they got away with it. I think, look, this bishop, you know, there's a new expression now. People don't say going rogue anymore. They say going curry, (laughs) which I think (laughs) is great. Um, But look, what a fabulous guy. I would love to have been inside the Queen's brain, though. I I mean, she's heard some speeches in her time, but I'm guessing she's never had to sit through anything quite like that. (laughs) Great. Well, maybe she it. has. I mean, how many years has she been on the throne? Who mm, knows? But, um. I hope she tells someone what she thought of it because I, when uh, biographies are written after her reign, once she's died, that sort of thing, I hope that someone captures that and we can yes. learn what and her Philip actual thoughts as well, were. What Philip would have said. Extreme. Would have been. I'm oh, sure oh. it was, wouldn't even be printable <laughs> if he even found out. But, um. Um, now, talking of the guests, um, it really was the Hollywood wedding of Windsor, wasn't it? There were so many... Uh, Big name celebrities. Who do you think did it best fashion-wise? Who were you uh, impressed with? Oh, I loved Amal Clooney. Just I loved the- her. I didn't love the hat. And no. I know I'm in a minority the, here. The hat was big and, and sort of showy and on, you know, on a side. But she's... She's a woman because she's so tall and elegant in the dark hair. She can mm. carry a colour. Oh, she can carry that. Carry that. that. I just didn't. Just I a bit the too hat much. Was a bit too much. Mm. Look, my knockout favourites, and let's just say mm. once and for all, the Hollywood beat the Royals on the whole fashion status, um, yes, didn't they? That's and it true. Was, there was what I loved about it is when I looked around that church. It was youthful. It was colourful. Yes. It wasn't stayed. We've looked at weddings in the past and everyone's been wearing muted pastels. And, you know, I'm not to criticise her because she's extraordinary, but um, Jane Fellows and that sort of muted yes. grey is, is very typical of, of the royals. Look, I just thought... Uh, so Amal was wonderful. Carrie Mulligan and that beautiful oh, Erdem yeah, dress yeah, beautiful, was extraordinary. Floral, yeah. My favourite royal was Lady Kitty Spencer in Dolce and Gabbana with yes. the extraordinary flower, orange flowers, matching orange handbag and um, or little clutch bag and orange shoes. But what I loved was the sort of fifties dark dark green uh, mm. hat that she was wearing. Um, I quite like Charles Spencer's wife in the purple. She had a purple cape, which yeah. um, was just very – I loved all the colour, to be honest. Um, who else? Who did you like? I, I wasn't a big fan of Victoria Beckham. I thought she looked like no. she was you're you know, going, going out for lunch. What did make me laugh, though, was that Beatrice, Eugenie um, and Fergie were all in blue. And you may have thought that someone might have said, hang on, mum's wearing blue. <laughs> Let's not wear blue. Or your sister's in blue. Why don't you try a different colour? I've got a theory on the Beatrice Eugenie and Fergie, and I reckon they all went into Princess Margaret's old old wardrobe. (laughs) Not Princess Margaret from when she was 20 and cool, but Princess Margaret when she was 50 and she was chain smoking smoking, and she was dropping, you know, half a bottle of gin a night. And they've just gone in there 
and going, oh, God, what can we raid from here? But they all went in at different times. So no one actually talked about was, the fact they were all wearing virtually. Yeah, Beatrice and Eugenie I, I didn't love, but then I love the fact that I never love what they wear because it's always such a – you never quite know what you're going to get and they what, never disappoint. What do you think it means for Eugenie's wedding though? Because I, I, look, I that hers was no one of my least idea. favorite dresses of the day, oh, that absolutely. blue. It was a little bit short. It was the pillbox hat, which does work in that sort of Jackie O way. Um Look, I, I don't want to bag her because I think it becomes a bit of a sport to do so. But I'm curious to know what she'll wear for her, her own wedding, which we know is later this year, isn't it? It is later. I, I would think she'd go fairly traditional, I mm. think. I think, But you never know because at, at Kate and William's wedding, the, both her and her sister wore these amazing Philip mm. Tracy hats that no one had ever quite seen the like of before. Mm. So you just quite, don't they quite go, know what yes, you're going to get. And they, they are quite eccentric girls. They're, they're, they are. They're, their mum is a And quite is artistic as well. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. so who Can knows? I say my knockout? My, yeah. Look, this is not this is going to be surprising. It's been divisive. So people have said to me, she could have made more effort. What I loved was Kate Middleton. Well, which is not Kate Middleton. Duchess oh, of Cambridge I, I wearing the pale primrose Alexander yes. McQueen that she's worn four times before, including for Charlotte's christening. Yes, I It agree. just meant that no one went, oh, they didn't, no one looked at her. No one really photographed her. No one really thought about her until afterwards. And we went, oh, where was Kate and what was she wearing? And that's, that is such an act of generosity yes. to your new sister-in-law. She is the most prominent member of the royal family other than the Queen right yes. now. She's obviously her husband's heir to the throne, but this was not her day. And she just so graciously stood aside by wearing that coat that's been seen. You know, Had she worn any bright colours or anything Anything we hadn't seen before, it would have taken would more have. attention. Yeah, and, and, and what a kind thing a, to do. She's got a new baby. She probably got leaky boobs. She wanted <laughs> something she felt very comfortable <laughs> yes, in. I know. But I thought that, I mean, Pippa was at a very difficult stage of pregnancy where mm. you haven't got a bump that you can kind of show off and you probably feel a little bit uncomfortable. Mm. What did you think of what she was wearing? Yeah, see, I think she'd raided her own mum's wardrobe too. <laughs> yes, I'm glad you said that. I, 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 she looked uncomfortable a pretty, to me. A pretty concept. Like, I love the mm. pleats on it. Uh, I thought that was a... A sort of conceptually and a good idea, but it just felt like it was something she should wear in 15 years' time. Yes. Oh, do you know what I loved also was Oprah. So, not necessarily loved the dress, but loved the fact that, you know, this queen of America yes. should come to England, get here, open her, you know, dress bag and go, mm, this beige is going to photograph really white. I can't wear this. Like, this is what normal people Let's do. Let's change it. I'm going to have to change it. So, <laughs> rings up Stella McCartney at the 11th hour. Stella, who's also designed Amal Clooney and obviously um, the bride's <laughs> second dress. So, it's not like she's just sitting on her thumbs oh, having a hamburger, goodness. is it? So, she's got to kind of amass her troops to turn around this dress for Oprah Winfrey. But I just quite like the fact that even Oprah Winfrey has a fashion disaster that she has to I know. We've all been away. there. We've all <laughs> suddenly panicked. We've been to a wedding and thought, oh, my goodness, we're wearing the um, the wrong thing. Mm. Um, now, apparently at the reception, the speeches were very moving. What do we know about those? Well, we know that Charles was really quite uncharacteristic well I shouldn't say uncharacteristically no, you can say loving that. we're among friends very I think. warm yes, apparently which, which you don't expect people have so it's really hard to get the detail of these speeches they you know they're not something that were published it's not something that we get to hear but people particularly people that work in charities have sort of talked about what was said he said that he was talking about Harry being a baby and him winding him and he'd been trying to wind him ever since and he remembered <laughs> um, changing his nappy. But I loved the expression he said, darling old Harry. There's so much affection Isn't in there? that phrase. Yeah. And 
I think, you know, Charles, whatever we think of him, whatever he's gone through, we, you know, we know from the Tom Bauer book that he's, you know, this sort of um, mm. difficult and, and sort of fairly ostentatious man. But at heart, there's a man that's been trying to raise his 12-year-old son on his own mm. since, the, since his mother died. And there must be a sense of completion to have your first son and your second son mm. now with women who both appear to love Yes. His sons. Uh, there must be a sense of, okay, the job done. I'm hoping there is for I him because too. there's been much criticism yeah. of, of, of Charles. Harry's speech, apparently, he couldn't get the words, my wife out, without everyone just uproariously laughing so and clapping cute, and things, which is, is so gorgeous. I loved what he said. There was a sort of um, pointed... Uh, well, not necessarily pointed, but the, uh, it, um, there was a sense that he was referencing what had happened the week before with Meg- Megan's dad pulling out and not being able to walk her down the aisle when he said that uh, Megan had navigated uh, everything mm. with such grace, which is a, a lovely thing to say. He said that they were a great team, which I think in the royal family, if you were going to seek any characteristic yeah, in a partner, absolutely, you need that someone who's a team mm. member and is on board with you is is probably the primary characteristic beyond looking good in a frock and um, and being able to walk in high heels. <laughs> and I, he also said, "I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you," which, which is, is just lovely. lovely. And mm. she made a speech too, which she is unusual did. in the royal, or not did. not so in, in the real world, but in royal mm. terms, that's very very unprecedented in mm. royal because it's it's the blokes that generally do it. But she's and this is a measure of the woman that we're going to see is that she is going to. Uh, reimagine the royal family. She's going to create new relevance for it because she is going to be this woman that steps up and says, you know, I've, I've got a voice too. And, and she's a, in a sense, a fabulous role model for that because she does have this assuredness that is required. And we know, you know, Kate is a beautiful, um, demure wife for the future king. But if Meghan and Harry are to have a point of difference and to do something else, which is probably to do a lot of humanitarian work, to work, work in the Commonwealth, then she needs to be assured and to have a voice in mm. that capacity. And by making a speech at your own wedding, I think you you, you, you showcase that and you, mm. you sort of indicate the direction you're going to be. And she apparently said, thank them for welcoming her to the firm, which is what the royal family <laughs> sort of call each other. Um, and and declared herself a feminist, which is yeah. wonderful. What more do you want? Um, now we don't know much about the music and celebrations, but what what do we know of what went on? Wow, I love this thing where Prince Harry apparently at the uh, reception said, "Does anyone know how to play the piano?" And Elton John promptly <laughs> bashed out four of his best hits, including "Tiny Dancer" and um, "Our amazing. Song," which is you yeah. know fancy having Elton John. I love the nod to Diana that yes. that was as well. Yes, obviously he played "Candle in the Wind." At, at her funeral and I think to to have those relationships clearly Elton and all the TV footage we saw Elton and David Furnish were just so loving it they seemed oh, to be really enjoying absolutely. themselves and uh, yeah. he brought his best pair of glasses I think they were yeah, pretty cool those glasses um, so we know about that there was uh, the same DJ whose name I can't remember that was at Pepper Middleton's yes. wedding which, with a T I yes. can't remember either yeah <laughs> um, obviously the fireworks the yes. food sounded amazing it longustines did. wrapped in smoked no. salmon and asparagus and um, ha- beautiful ham and oh it all just sounded and incredible and there was a, a shot of some pizzas being delivered later yeah. on which, <laughs> I, which made me laugh yeah. Pizza yeah. Express because uh, you do need a midnight snack you always do yeah (laughs) um and now what now so we've had our big moment we've had the wedding we've had everything what Mm. actually happens now well how can we unlike most couples Mm. i think think there's a few things to look to sort of focus Mm. on for they're not going on honeymoon straight away uh kate and william didn't go for 10 days but um so uh megan and harry are going to the Chelsea Flower Show, but they're also going to, um, and this might be happening today, is they're going to see uh, 
Prince Charles uh, is having an event with a lot of his charities to mark his 70th birthday, which isn't actually until November, but I suspect... It's early, isn't it? They're they're going I suspect it's a summer party. They're they're taking advantage of the weather. Um, So Meghan and Harry will be there, which is wonderful Mm. for all the people that Charles works with. Wonderful for the magazines as well. Yes, exactly. (laughs) New pictures. Um, And then I think what's going to be interesting looking forward is this isn't... What happens with her dad next? That's what I'm really interested Mm. in because either she has, you know, having put out that statement that she cares for her father, that can't just now lapse. That's not just the end of a chapter. There has to be some meeting or she has to see him. I I just don't think that it's going to be left hanging like this. I think there's. What do you think? I think it's a shame that he will, you know, at 3 a.m. in the morning think. That could have been, you know, I could have mm. seen my daughter off. And I think it will be a regret for him. Oh, I, t- I think so um, too. But, I mean, there was pictures of him now out of hospital and walking around. So hopefully you'd like to think he's going to get on a plane as soon as he can mm. and come and see her. Or mm. I, I, I don't know that there's a – there's probably a lot that we don't know. Yes. Um, a lot of messages being sent or a lot of uh, heartfelt phone calls. You'd like to think so. Mm. But I do feel for him in a way that – that that regret will live with him. Mm. I think you said it best that you'll never regret what happened with the paparazzi. Yes. But you'll always regret that you weren't with your daughter when she got married. Exactly. That's no already, one will remember the yeah. details of those photos that, no. that ostensibly created um, the issue. There's obviously the health problems. But he was gracious. He did say, my baby looks yeah. beautiful, which is, which is great. I'd really like to see him fly to the UK have tea with the Queen, yes. and then we could all just breathe out a little bit yeah, about it. And, and she could too. And, and, and you know, to the, she's obviously, I mean, we've seen things like she gave these beautiful gold bracelets to seven mm. of her best friends, including the Duchess um, of Cambridge. She's at heart a thoughtful person, yes. and you can see that in the details at the wedding. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a story that has still yet to fully run. Yes, and I think every, as we said before, every family wedding always there's always yes. a story behind the story, and there's just happened to be played out in and, front and of you the know world. What? So many people watching that have so many problems with their families. I know. All they just They'll go is, oh, well. PLU, people <laughs> like us. That's it. Um, but finally, the last thing that that is happening is obviously we're going to be one of the first people exactly. they visit they're in October. Yes, so how exciting! I think that'd be great. I just I'm wanting What's to the see occasion. Why are they coming? So Invictus Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously held every year. Uh, Harry started the Invictus Games and we remember those beautiful photographs um, from the last Invictus Games where Doria Raglan was with them and that sort of thing. And the little girl with the popcorn, which is one of my favourite Oh, I love that scenes. video. Right. But we're very lucky to have them coming here because yeah. I don't think it'll be too long before we're hearing about babies. You never know. Hopefully. I, I, she's 36. I think that would be very, mm. uh, you know... It'd be the first thing on her mind. Mm, well, I was reading today, a psychic was saying yes, twin girls. Twin girls. No, not twin girls, two girls. Two, two girls, girls, yes. Yes, which people are taking to mean twins. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> well, it's certainly been an exciting time and we're really looking forward to seeing what happens next with our new favourite newlyweds. We're going to leave it there today, but thank you for joining us, Angela. Thank you. And thank you for listening to New Idea Royals. Keep following the action on newidea.com.au and New Idea Royals on Facebook and we will see you next time. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.